0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dad's Rules with Kevin Belzer. Today, I'm joined by my favorite co-host, Dexter, the world's greatest dog. He did not join me on the last episode. Well, I shouldn't say he didn't completely join me. He would knock on the door or ram the door open, come in, I'd shut the door, and he'd turn around and knock on the door and went back out. So he was not really here for any of it. I edited all that out because I got to be honest with you, it was kind of super annoying. So been a busy week for me. I'm getting over whatever illness is going around at the moment. I'm hearing stomach flu, which I definitely didn't have that. I've heard cold and I've heard COVID. Well, I wasn't tested, so I don't know if that was it. And I work from home anyway. The only one it would affect would be me. So, not sure what I had, but I'm on the mend now, recording a couple episodes this week, just trying to catch up. So, given give you guys an idea of where I'm at in the timeline, this weekend that I'm recording is Father's Day. Just got out of church today, got to see Daryl Strawberry speak, absolutely amazing speaker. He's a preacher now, former Major League Baseball player, played for hear, 17 or 18 years for Mets and the Yankees. Absolutely hate the Mets, but that's a side note on itself. Anyway, it was absolutely amazing talk from him today. Also this week was my wife's birthday, followed by the next day being our anniversary. So our anniversary was on Saturday, the 18th. 30 years. So we had a pretty busy day yesterday. We went to breakfast up north at Two Brothers Kitchen in Black Canyon City. Had breakfast there. Then we went to see Top Gun Maverick, which I recommend to everybody to see. It's nice seeing just a entertaining movie with no hidden agenda or messaging in it. It was just there to mindless entertain you for 2 hours and 11 minutes. I absolutely enjoyed that. After that, we went to Fleming's Steakhouse over in Glendale and had steak. Had an absolutely amazing waiter named Brandon who made it even more enjoyable and we picked out on steak. Well, actually we didn't pick out on steak because we did bring home leftovers. We're having Fleming's Dinner Part 2 tonight. So, There you go. The previous two episodes, we covered the rule number 20 called unsubscribe. So what we covered in those was, well, there's a lot. The world is changing and noise is increasing. The world is simply moving fast and that is okay, but we need to be cautious. So in the first episode, we covered a lot about different social medias, from your Facebook to your Twitter, to your Instagram, your YouTube. Also, you can't forget your TikTok, your LinkedIn, your Pinterest, as well as we covered blogs, podcasts, how all these things, how we have to be careful, not only what we're putting into our brain, but the amount of time we're spending on these things. Are they white noise? Or are they productive? Are they things that will move us forward? Or are they things that could possibly just be time suckers? We only get so many trips around the sun. We've talked about this on a previous episode. So you only get so many seconds in a day, so many minutes, so many days, so many years. You never know when your time is up and you want to make sure that you're not wasting them. I'm not telling you to not have fun. Believe me, I like to have fun too. We just spoke about the fact that I went to see Top Gun. It's not like that's an educational picture. Now rolling up to 4th of July, do I figure that is an important piece of our Americana? Yes, absolutely. So there is that. However, my issue is is that I want people to view social media, news, everything with a cautionary tail? Is it benefit or is it something that's a negative? I also asked you several questions. The first one was, are you afraid of the silence? We went over a study from the New York Post article that was dated November 8, 2017 about people checking their homes 80 times a day. Now, that was five years ago. We clearly know, okay, four and a half for you mathematicians, we clearly know that it is more than 80 times a day. The studies have been continually showing an increase in the amount of times that people are checking their phones. I can sit in a room and watch TV with people and see that they're not really watching TV. They're staring at their phone and TV's playing playing in the background. I don't know how they do that on an action movie and miss all the scenes, but I digress there. So my question out of that was also, do we always need to know everything right now or can we enjoy the silence? And I had a follow-up question to that, which was, do we have a choice? And as we discussed, the simple answer is, yes, we do have a choice. Now I'm not advocating a return to the 1800s. We covered that as well. I embrace technology. I need technology for my career. Use it daily. And I'm always looking for new ways to use it to better help my clients when they're selling their homes. So I'm not anti-technology. What I am is anti-distraction. Now, before continuing on, I do know that I said we check our homes 80 times a day. And that's absolutely ridiculous. You can tell that I'm a realtor because I talked about homes. I meant phones. Just want to make that clarification because some of you a minute or so later may still be hung up on the fact of, why are people checking their homes 80 times a day. That doesn't make any sense. I don't check my homes 80 times a day. In fact, I probably check it way less. I would think the numbers are going down from 80 times a day. Yeah. Let's continue on from there. As far as surfing, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, I'm not telling you to never do it. I'm just telling you to be on guard with the time that you were spending there. I also mentioned time blocking. Brian Tracy talking about that. I don't want to go too deep into that because we'll cover it on a future episode when we go over rule number 11, which is roll over, or roll out. What else can we unsubscribe. This was, this is I should say, not was, this is until you do it. One of the hardest things that most people will come to grips with is changing your social circle, your inner circle of the people around you. We spend time on this. Now, I didn't want to get dramatic about it, or anything like that, but it is a huge influence on the rest of your life. It is critical that the people that are you're surrounding yourself with are quality people that are going to lift you up and that you're wanting to lift up as well. If this is not the case, you need to do an assessment and move on from people. Like I've done it myself. It was not easy, but in hindsight, it was the best thing I ever did. The people that I no longer hung around with didn't continue to call me, so it must not have broke their heart too much. So there is that to look forward to. I brought up three different categories of people. I narrowed it down to just three. I know it can get a lot more crazier than that, but I wanted to simplify it for this rule. You have good people, you have bad people, and you have ambivalent people. I asked you to think about something. If you want to be successful and have a truly fulfilling life, you need to make sure your circle is one where you would pay to be included. And I asked you, what if you couldn't be around other humans unless you paid to be around them? If you had to pay to be around these people, would you? And I want you to seriously think about it. The only human contact costs you money. Anyone in your inner circle would require pulling the debit card or scanning the Apple Pay or forking over cold, hard cash. Would you pay to have these people in your life? And we ended the episode with If the answer is no, you now know what you must do. It is time to unsubscribe from them and change the circle. Now, obviously, that episode hasn't aired yet because I'm almost a month ahead on recordings. And it seems strange that someone would pay to be around certain people. That's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you if you had to, would you? On a side note, I do know of people, and I've done it myself, will pay to get in a room to get around specific people that will advance us in whatever area it is. It could be business. It could be personal. It could be a relationship with God. It could be a lot of things. Where we're wanting that person to give us insight of how to be better at it. They've already showed us a direction, a way to be at a level that we want to be at and we're willing to pay to be in there. Heck, I know somebody who told me last week, they paid $60,000 to be around a specific group of people two times a year, so 30 grand a pop to be around these people because of their income levels and where he wants to be financially. He felt it was worth the $60,000 cost of entry to be around these people. And honestly, knowing him, knowing where his business was, is, and where it's going, I think that it actually was a cheap investment. What else are you putting in your head? I watched a movie with my wife, and this is aside from Top Gun Maverick. This is a totally different movie. I had the intention of unwinding. It was pretty awful. Not my wife, but the movie. No one to root for, and it served zero purpose, but to make me cringe. The experience, it bothered me. The question was, why did I keep watching? I was getting no value, and the next morning, I told her that I should have pushed stop. Instead of relaxing and kicking back after a long day of crushing it, I was filling my head with garbage. It was so bad that I was still thinking about it in a negative way the next morning. We are several days past it as of this podcast, and it still bothers me. If you put garbage in your head, You won't get flowers. Your brain is not a mulching bed. You will get garbage. It can't be a negative input and result in a positive output. What are you feeding your mind? That's the next question I want to ask you. What are you feeding your mind? I used to be of the mindset that it didn't matter. I believed I was strong enough to overcome the poison of whatever came across the screen. And I look at it completely different now. I am not perfect about my choices. Remember, I just chose the wrong movie. I am, however, more aware. My wife and I immediately went for something uplifting and positive after that movie to switch the mind since i was still thinking about it the next day it didn't dampen the negativity Enough. I stopped consuming all news and radio talk shows. That is a lot for some people to understand, but I get my news in about an hour podcast once a week now. That is enough from a source I feel I can trust. And besides that, people talk. I I do appointments every week meeting new people. And guess what? Politics, news, current events, what's the gas price, it all comes up. So I get more than enough commentary on the world in my daily interactions where I don't need to go home and go, hey, let's get some more. Let's go see what CNN's talking about or what Fox News is talking about or Breitbart or The Blaze or MSNBC or CBS, NBC, ABC or on and on and on. Who cares? They're not feeding us anything worthwhile as far as I'm concerned. It doesn't advance us as a civilization. When I was researching how many positives it would take to overcome a negative, the numbers were all over, but the studies I was coming across, they were all somewhere between seven to ten positives to overcome a negative that's an awful lot so I have to watch seven good movies before that one is out of my mind honestly I don't know I still think about how awful the perfect storm was and that was hundreds of movies ago and years ago by far the worst freaky movie I've ever seen in my life don't watch it I, I beg of you guard your mind and unsubscribe from the negative visual content whether it's movies or television programs or the news okay next topic as for reading Well, if you were this far in, you are on the right track. Make sure what you are putting in your head through reading is purpose-driven. It is important to feed your mind things that develop you and grow your potential into reality. I have always been a big reader. I have been pretty guard on what I read, especially the past 15 years or so. Growing up, I will admit that it was Stephen King that got me interested in reading. Most of it is now in the self-development realm. I am always in search of a nugget. I look at these books as building blocks to a better me. I want to be a better human. I believe I always have something new I can pick up or a point made by many authors prior finally getting through from yet another author. What do I mean by that? I mean that the point was possibly made by another author. It just wasn't getting through my noggin. I always like to joke, look, I used to be a pizza delivery driver. Sometimes it takes me a little while to catch up and go, oh yeah, now I get it. Okay, so I still read fiction, but the majority of my reading is not nonfiction, biographies, autobiographies, self-development, and historical books. Lessons on how to human better are evident throughout history and can be learned from those that did write, as well as the ones who showed us what we should never do to one another again. You can learn from anybody. Everybody you come in contact with in writing or in person is a lesson, good, bad, or ambivalent. It is a lesson. What I do recommend is a minimum of 10 pages a day be allocated to the self-development specifically, okay? You should always be looking at a way to improve yourself regardless of what else I plan on reading that day. There's always a book sitting next to my nightstand or on my desk in the morning that I know I have to read at least 10 pages of it for self-development purposes alone. So final question, why should we unsubscribe? Well, when you consume food, its purpose can be one of nourishment or one of convenience or one of complete and utter garbage. I love ding dong. Just like the next person, Doritos are pretty tasty too. From a nutrition standpoint, they do absolutely zero for your body. It can be to make you stronger and healthier, like meats and vegetables, or it can simply fill you up, like Doritos and Ding Dongs. All right, so look at what you're putting into your brain. The same way, your body should be treated like a temple. If you put good nutritional food into it, you'll have a healthier outcome. The same can be said about environment, where you hang out, as well as what you put into your head when you're by yourself. So take a look around. He says, everything I covered in this rule. what are you putting into your head? Who are your influencers? Over 20 years ago, I made one of the biggest decisions of my life and I changed my circle. It absolutely changed the direction and course of my life. I decided Gosh, we're actually going back further than that. 27 years ago, I decided to no longer drink. I looked at it as an unnecessary practice to keep drinking since it had no end value. I don't care if others drink, but that was my view. I confided this to someone I thought was my friend and he laughed at me. People may laugh at you. Be prepared. All change comes with pushback. How you deal with that pushback will determine your successes in life. I made it clear to my quote-unquote friend... I could quit, and I did. I haven't had a drink since that day. I told him I could also make new friends. I chose to die on that hill, rule number three. I killed all contact with them right then and moved on. Why should you unsubscribe? I have a better question for you. Why shouldn't you unsubscribe? Why are you letting these things, thoughts, and people into your world to bring zero value? It is irrelevant if they have always been in your life or if things have always been that way. I will make this next point ever so clear and will stand by it. You deserve so much more. Whether you're 18 or 80, just starting your kick-ass adult life or nearing the finale, you deserve more. If you truly want to be a kick-ass adult and live the kick-ass life you deserve, it is paramount that you're careful with where and what you subscribe to, guarding it at all costs. Unsubscribe from negativity and live a kick-ass life. Well, that's going to wrap up this three-part journey through rule number 20, unsubscribe. Let me know what you guys thought of that. I absolutely love this rule. I'm always open to feedback. Just want your opinion. So feel free to write, DM me, email me, snail mail. I don't care. Just give me your opinion. This is going to wrap it all up for this episode, this rule. We're going to move on to a new topic next week. If you liked it, well, heck, even if you didn't, subscribe, like, and share it across the universe. And as always, don't forget your enemies. They are just future friends that need proper guidance from Dad's Rules with Kevin Belzer. Until next Next time, go out and be the kick-ass adult I know you all can be.